Welcome to Global Outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to our podcast today. We have a very special guest, and his name is Maurice Sklar. Some of you may know him, but he had a, a most amazing experience that we want him to share with you. It happened a couple of years ago, but I think it will help for us to get a handle on what is going on in our day by knowing what has gone on in the courtroom of heaven. We want to welcome our special guest, Maurice Sklar. He is a wonderful friend of ours and um, one of the most amazing musicians that I know. Um, Philip grew up in a musical household and so did I. Um, and, and Maurice is a, a concert violinist. He was trained in Juilliard and the Curtis Institute of Music. He's, he's one of those solo violinists that plays with, with a symphony, you know? Yeah, he's not, he's not the not the concert master that sits there. You know, he's yeah. the soloist. Of the he's orchestra. the soloist, and <laughs> and I, you know, I remember through the years that that Philip and I have have listened. We, we we love all kinds of music, but we particularly love classical music. And and I remember through the years listening to David Oistrakh and and Yasha Heifetz and and Yitzhak Perlman, and then we met Maurice. And to us, he's in that same kind of a of a category and and ha only the difference is that he not only is excellent in his violin playing he he has an anointing that those guys don't even have yeah. and and so we love his music we love all the things that that he has created in in cds and there's mp3s available and uh, you can find all of his music and teachings and so on he's he's really quite the teacher too um on his website uh, sklarministries.com. He's uh, teaching on Facebook every other day in Beit Rafa, which would be House of Healing, correct? Yes. And, mm -hmm. and he, he's also, he also has Sklar Ministries channel on YouTube. So we want to encourage you to go out there and get his anointed music. Um, we've even done one CD with him also. We sure did. Called yeah. The Resting Place. And uh, uh, no, the handmaiden's song and the handmaiden's song. Yes, the, we've done two actually. Yes, and but, the resting place. Yes, the resting place was the one that Philip and I did vocals on, and, and we guitar. did together. That's yes, right. yes. Yeah, I and, got I got to play a duet with Maurice. That was wonderful. <laughs> that was great, <laughs> and and uh, and and Claren and Nancy McQueen, uh, Claren on the yeah. piano and Nancy on the harp. And I have to say about the handmaiden's song, that is one of my favorites from the very first note. It's like the anointing fills the room when when that music is on. So I just want to encourage our listeners to um, avail themselves of these wonderful, wonderful anointed music CDs or MP3s, however you want to listen to them. Uh, but, but today, I want to invite Maurice to tell us about his experience that he had. I think it's more than a vision. Uh, uh, from the courtroom of heaven, he he had it somewhere towards the end of December 2018, and he posted it on his website, sklarministries.com, mm -hmm. under the teaching portion. You, you can scroll mm -hmm. down and find it there about the courtroom of heaven. 
Uh, it's, it's a magnificent experience, and I just want him to share with us how he was called to be this court recorder and, and some of the things that the, that the Lord showed him in this experience. So, Maurice, welcome to the Global Outpouring Podcast. Thank you. God bless you. I, you know, like I said, we've, we've been talking for some time before we did the, the, uh, this, the podcast here, and it's just so, so wonderful to be a part of. Of course, you're called Global Outpouring now. This where the uh, Sister Gwen Shaw's uh, dear group, handmaidens and servants, and I'm a part of that. And my goodness, I'm just I, I tear up every few minutes just talking <laughs> to you. I, there's just a love there. There's something. Yes, we've beautiful. enjoyed having really you at our conventions too. A part of you know, I spent about seven years with you guys, and uh, and and they were. I have such love for Sister Gwen too. I, mm. I she still lives in my heart and in a big way. But uh, um, you know, this was uh, perhaps I would say now certainly uh, in all the, the the experiences I've had, it was probably the the most uh, perhaps the pinnacle in some ways. I've never been in a place where the fear of the Lord, uh, the the just the awe. Of God, the Judge, you know, and 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 the and and the magnitude of this. This was uh, not just a court case. This had to do with the very uh, the end that we call end times, and you know, the, the very the time of Satan's. Uh, Satan has a time when he was trying, basically, in a nutshell, he was trying, as he is right now, to bring that prematurely before the fullness of the harvest, what we call the bride or the overcoming church comes in, which is where we are right now. Yes. So this was a court case, a heavenly court case. So um, it, it looked like, it looked like the Supreme Court. What is that? Yes. Is that what it was well, like? Uh, well, what happened was I was, I mean, of all places, I wasn't doing anything very holy. I was eating lunch. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and suddenly I heard, first thing is I heard uh, my angel had said, uh, you you are summoned to the courtroom of heaven. I actually heard that we all have a, an angel that's with us. I have a guardian. We have a guardian, you can call it. I have several angels that well, work with me, but there's one that's always there. And uh, I recognized, he said, you are summoned to the court." courtroom of heaven i immediately i was just i was just brought there it really was not a in that sense it was i didn't think of it well it was a vision but really it was an experience has only happened to me twice i don't have it happen like some people evidently every few days or so they you know i <laughs> i got this one i got one i had i've had two or three but and i got to visit heaven once and i left I actually left and went to, I don't know what they call that. Or, but anyway, this was an experience like that. But I was in two places at the same time. But it was, so uh, yeah, it was a court. It looked, it looked like I've, I've seen a model of the, the Supreme Court in Liberty University. And it's exactly the same dimensions there in uh, Virginia. So uh, it looked like, the Supreme Courtroom, and yet it was like an arena because it filled, it went up like a, 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 it went 
up beyond the audience to where it was multitudes were were watching from heaven, you know. Wow. Then what happened? Then what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell I us was about brought it. To, uh, I was brought to a chair, uh, looked very, I call it a lawyer type chair, very, you know, uh, my dad used to have these wing chair like that, you know. And I, I was the first to arrive. I sat in a, uh, I sat in, I was seated in this chair. Two angels brought me in. And, uh, well, what it said was uh, recorder, prophet recorder. The I was really not anything, uh, I was sort of like a schlepper for the service. I, I wasn't, I was like a stenographer, if you mm -hmm. will. I, I was, court God recorder. said, and yeah, that's what it was like in a, in a court reporter, right, court reporter. And so I was the first to arrive, but there were five all together. And these were, uh, I was told, were prophets from different regions of uh, the church and the earth. Uh, there were five of them, and I didn't recognize except one that was from the Western world. And he was somebody I, I, you wouldn't expect who God chooses. He chooses a different than... It's not like uh, the, you know, American idolatry, idol or, uh, <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, it's, a, it's not showbiz. It, this is a whole different thing. Well, God, and I found out, he said he chose these, including myself. Thank you, Lord. I, he said, because you won't add to it and you won't take away from it. You Beautiful. will just do what I say. And and really, I was there to record the 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 service. Now, I was given this uh, unusual, it was a parchment, a small parchment that was in a roll, but it would, it was also, it was also very convenient. I was given an old-fashioned kind of pen, which surprised me, you know, with the, even a quill, and, uh, and I thought, well, surely we don't do that here, you know, but, <laughs> but I thought, well, I guess we do. But this was different because the angel would speak something to me. And, of course, I learned how to do it. I was writing in Hebrew. Mm. Can you believe it? I, I, and I don't even know Hebrew. But I was thinking in perfect Hebrew. And uh, I was writing. And the way it would flow out of the pen was almost like all you did is you just put the, the, this pen down. And it would just write in perfect calligraphy. Fast. Just, mm. And I was just holding it, and it was the easiest thing I ever did. And then it would roll, or it would go to the next, you would roll. Actually, it was just, you didn't think about it. It's just, so it was. Uh, Literally scrolling. It was scrolling, exactly. <laughs> I was scrolling with the Lord. No, that's strolling. No, <laughs> scrolling. Anyway, so that, he showed me how to do it. It was very easy. And I realized, wow, there's no effort in this, because the Holy Spirit is so, the atmosphere there was amazing too, because it was uh, it was such awe, there was such reverence, and it was perfect life. There was no heaven is there's no pain, there's no curse, there's no, and yet this was such a solemn affair, very mm -hmm. solemn. Yeah, uh, there was a sense of you know we say chabad or the glory of God. It was weighty. It was this was a monumental. So then, well, I can tell you what happened. The the, the judges arrived yeah. and uh, they sat. They were seated, and there was an 
angel as well uh, that was a lady. I was surprised because I'd never seen a female. I didn't think there were such a thing as uh, lady angels, well, except one time I had a vision of Lady Wisdom, and it was like that, but that was different. This was this was an angel called Justice. Yeah. She was about 20 feet tall, it looked wow. like, the most radiant being. And uh, she announced the beginning of the court, and the father was there, and 12 uh, justices that uh, I could hardly look at because you, you, I couldn't see I couldn't see the father. I could see just a glimpse. I couldn't really, it was too much light. It was like looking at the the sun at, right at noon, you know, or right, and you just can't look directly at it. It was just too bright. Um, but we knew he, he was there. And and then these, uh, these were biblical uh, uh, judges too from, I mean, all from the scriptures that were, Half were from the, the what we call Old Covenant or First Covenant, but half were from the New Covenant. And uh, so this was a, I realized, wow, this is a big event. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for in, interest's sake, I think people might be interested. I, I see from your record here that, that uh, on his right hand, the father's right hand, were Enoch, Father Abraham, Moses the lawgiver, David the king, Elijah the prophet, and Daniel. And on the father's left hand were John the Baptist, Peter, James, John, Andrew, and Paul the Apostle. So that's that's, exactly. that's, uh, that's quite a quite, quite a, an array, quite a court. <laughs> and the father, the judge, he was at he was the judge. He is in he was in a role that I at that time. I mean, I, I guess we're hearing more about the courtroom. I don't know actually. I haven't been following. There's someone who does prayers or something in mm-hmm. courtroom. I. But this was out of the blue for me. I, uh, but the father was in a different role. He was, you know, sometimes I mean, when he's on the throne, he was on the throne. Uh, but this was, he is the judge. Yeah. You know, he's the judge. And so these were uh, quite a distinguished group of people. Actually, I read that they had their, like a name uh, plate uh, that was where they were. I was able to read because I was supposed to record who they were and it's just flowing you know just flowing like this and and uh so then the lady uh this wonderful lady just you can read some of it and I it's I can't say it any better than I <laughs> okay so I'll I'll just uh read a, a little bit here she spoke uh, this is the summary of the case brought before the supreme court of heaven today the timing of the final judgments of the day of the Lord must be decided. The accuser, Satan, is prosecuting, declaring that the time of Adam's lease is over, and he must be allowed to take ownership of the earth for a time, and times, and half a time, as it is written in the Holy Scriptures. Representing the holy defense is the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, the Lamb of God. At this, Yeshua himself stood up at the defense table as the advocate general of the bride of a Messiah on earth. He was representing the holy saints of God still alive in their bodies on earth. When he stood up at the left table, everyone bowed and worshipped, except those at the prosecution table to the right. There was a very handsome man who just sat sat stone-faced with several other princes at the prosecution table. They did not move. The head man sneered when they worshipped Yeshua. Representing the agenda of the fallen Lucifer, now called Satan, is himself the accuser, liar, and deceiver, Hasatan. 
which is Hebrew for the adversary. At this, the handsome prince with the evil smirk stood up. No one moved. There was silence in the courtroom for about a minute. Then Lady Justice spoke again. You may sit down now. Finally, he did so <laughs> with another That's sneering exactly. grunt. Yeah. I marveled that he seemed human and actually very attractive to look at, although there were no, there was no heavenly light in him or around him. Mm-hmm. And the prosecution yes. may proceed, the Lady Justice proclaimed. Do you want to take it from there? I'm actually looking at it right now. Okay. Yes, go ahead. Uh, the, the prosecution stood up, I mean, and it was the most handsome man I'd ever seen. I mean, it really, he was a striking man, and he had on uh, uh, like an old style, uh, almost like Napoleon. He mm-hmm. looked like, a, a, you know, the way Napoleon would look in a painting or something. He had epaulets. He had a, uh, you know, this this uh, type of old style cape, you know, mm-hmm. and he was obvious, and he was so haughty. And what surprised me, and then, of course, he, he, he was the prosecuting attorney. He was prosecuting the case to, for the right, for his right, because this, the situation of time. Remember that, that God gave the earth to Adam for uh, as almost like a lease for a, a certain period of time. Mm. And that uh, that time is about 6,000 years. Then there is, there is a time when uh, the enemy is allowed to sift and judge the earth. Well, he was demanding because time has run out, basically, as far as the chronological, the day, you know, the, the seventh day or the last mm-hmm. thousand years, uh, we're on in the dawning or we're in the, the evening, if you will, before the dawning of the day of the Lord. So he's saying, give me the earth. And that was what this case was about. And you know, who was the, uh, who was our defense attorney? Can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> our advocate. So himself, and he stood up. Hallelujah. And uh, he said, now this is, I'm going to just read this because it's, uh, so this is, this case was about, the timing, just like it says, of the final judgments of the day of the Lord must be decided. See, so the Lord, because he's just, he must allow even Satan to, and he's called the accuser, and he comes before the court of, of heaven to try as a tyrant of spiritual law to stop uh, the plan of God any way he can. So he's He's a he's like a lawyer. He's a very smart. He knows the Bible extremely well. So anyway, it says representing the holy defense is the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, the Lamb of God. At this, Yeshua himself stood up at the defense table as and the Lord gave me these titles. That's why I I wrote them and 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 since I wrote this right after, thank God because I wouldn't remember. Mm-hmm. all the details now probably like then so that's why i'm being careful too this is a very holy thing i i really want to be careful how i because the way i wrote it i almost don't share i've only shared this maybe one one time i just read it because i was too scared to, to comment on it yeah. <laughs> but as the advocate general 
Now listen to this. Advocate General, see, the Lord has titles of the Bride of Messiah on earth. He was representing the holy saints of God still alive in their bodies on earth. That's us. Yes. That's the overcoming church. When he stood up at the left table, everyone bowed and worshipped, except those at the prosecution table. <laughs> Satan appeared as a man, but I do not think that, the, and, and others were there looking human, but I think that is not his actual uh, that was probably what he was like before as uh, maybe Lucifer or something. That it, There's a sickening feeling when you look at him. It was awful. And there was a very handsome man who just stood there stone-faced, like I said. So, so when the Lord stood up, there was a time of worship. And it was because, hallelujah, he is our beloved Messiah, glory to God. Yes. Praise the Lord. So, and so the prosecution may proceed, Lady Justice proclaimed. At that, this man stood up. He was robed. Here's how he looked. He was robed in a black suit that had a long cape of crimson red that followed behind him. He had gold epaulets on his shoulders that were built into his cape. He was very articulate. This actually surprised me how, how, how seemingly you know polished and, and good. he was very articulate and extremely haughty. I got sick to my stomach as he spoke. He walked back and forth in front of the courtroom in long strides with his nose in the air. It reminded me of a painting of what Napoleon looked like, except this man was much taller than Napoleon. Napoleon is a very short man. He began his long diatribe. Now, this was what was astonishing. He began this diatribe of accusation against fallen men. He seemed to know the Bible very well. Starting from Adam and Eve, he began accusing God of failing mankind in every generation. He started with a stipulation. Adam was given exactly 6,000 years to rule the earth, he gave that lease to me, to me, and I own it. I have a right to rule over every man, woman, and child who are mine by Adam's free choice. The time is up. I now demand to be given to me the government of mankind through whom you call the son of perdition. I call him my son of man. I have the scriptural right to take control of the earth for seven years. Give it to me now. That was what this case was all about. Now, um, uh, there was, uh, uh, as you read about, there was also another time period given in this, uh, in this court case, which was uh, by, uh, I think it was by Lady Justice. She yeah. said a time, times and a half a time. Right. That is... Three and a half years. That is what I believe is the last part of the seven years where the time of wrath will come when when Satan himself will actually possess this man of sin. But he was he was he, he was appearing in this courtroom as this polished super lawyer 
and and yet he was he was lying. He was the serpent. It exactly. Was mm-hmm. That's why I wonder if he really even gets seven years, or does he only get three and a half? That's my two cents worth. You know. Well, actually, you know, it's interesting because uh, we don't believe Satan. He's he. You He's know, he lies all the time. So that I guess it was him that said seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it makes me wonder if 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 this is just a lie that he can even have seven years. I don't know. I don't that. see any scriptural I, yeah, reference the, to seven yeah, the years. The scripture only says times, times, and time, time and times and half and time. Half times. So it doesn't oh, it does. say. I, you know what? I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. it doesn't. There's nowhere in Revelation it says seven years. It, the only place I can find in Daniel that talks about seven years was how many years that That's Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar was, he was ate grass crazy. and uh, was out of his mind for seven years. Yeah. But not in the book of Revelation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's true. And then that, well, you know what? Uh, I never saw that before. So that's interesting. You, you found something uh, in here. And during the time of writing this, I was still under this amazing anointing. And it flowed. It, I was typing it, but it flowed the same way. It was like, now write it. Yeah. And it was a command. And I could, it, it just flew off. I couldn't even type that fast. I don't wow. type that fast, but I did this. And yeah. so that's a good thing because I honestly, um, and I'm not saying it's infallible. Don't, don't ever put anybody's experience over the scriptures, but right. it is confirming the scriptures. This, yes. this was all about exactly. And we see this is what's going on now. Exactly. Satan is trying desperately even though he lost this case uh, yeah uh, in heaven he's trying desperately to bring america and the world uh to stop this last great revival this awakening this uh this uh what god has given to me uh as a term is grand finale yes. he says i'm the the the, the way he ends the time of grace with a triumphant display of God's goodness. And that's what it says in Romans. In Romans, it says, behold, the goodness and the severity of God. Both the love of God is perfect and the wrath of God is perfect. And then there's a time, there's called a day of vengeance of our God. That is referring to this last time. But Satan does not have authority. He's being restrained by the presence of the intercessory bride, which is the overcoming church on earth. And uh, so this is why we have such resistance and battle, and, and it's not over yet. God, God, yes. God is going to get his harvest. And what I love the most about the Lord is he always wins. That's right. No what, Amen. What it looks like, he's gonna, it's going to come out just like the Bible says. Amen. Amen. And, and since we're talking about <laughs> times coming to an end we have come to the end of the time for this podcast but let's do another one to finish the story so we we just want to say thank you to our listeners and be sure to tune in to the next podcast where we will wrap up and talk more about the grand finale amen hallelujah amen glory to god thank you If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence. Thank you.